Greetings and welcome back to our study of Francisco de Asuna's Third Spiritual Alphabet, which we use um, in our ongoing formation for uh, Secular Carmelites course. Treatise number 10 is called Tears of Recollection, Weapons in Your Fight for Glory. Chapter 1 references Job, who explains that we cannot justify ourselves before God, whether by word, force, or wit. Asuna says things are worthless in God's eyes at, uh, become valuable if bathed in tears. Asuna points out what St. Maximus uh, once said, Tears don't ask for pardon, but rather earn it. In other words, tears attain mercy. St. Jerome, per Asuna, says tears justify and make men holy. St. Gregory says a good action fortified with tears is a very good sacrifice. The canticle tells us that tears are a means to God's heart in the bridegroom's cry that his head is filled with dew, which is the bride's tears, shed for his divinity that compels the Lord who was pleased to come pleading. Asuna uses the passage of becoming like little children to enter the kingdom of heaven. And he notes how children use tears to compel their parents to get what they want. Asuna draws comparison of children crying to their mother as to those who cry over the eternal Jerusalem, their mother, that is people awaiting heaven. In this 10th treatise, Tears of Recollection, Chapter 2, the tears of recollection and grace from recollection are discussed. From devotion of recollection can flow abundant tears, as it is easier for those who practice recollection. Asuna references Isaiah 58, 10, 11, applying to pr practitioners of recollection you will be like a watered garden. Asuna tells us recollection takes people above their senses and the bridegroom of the soul instructs them spiritually. Always God provides relaxation through recollection and once one truly experiences recollection, desire for it always remains. Asuna tells us that Isaiah orders tears in three degrees. The first degree being like a watered garden, the second degree like a fountain, and the third degree like a constant fountain. As an editor to note, I'd like you to refer back to um, how uh, St. Teresa of Avila talks about prayer and gardens and waters and fountains. It's very interesting. The, um, connection here between Asuna, Isaiah, the scripture Isaiah, Asuna, 
and then St. Teresa of Avila. Asuna continues on the efficacy of tears to draw closer to God. And Asuna quotes 621, Blessed those who weep now, for they you shall laugh. And also, in the, finally, in this chapter 2, Asuna points out that the Lord is the source of tranquility. In chapter 3 of the 10th treatise, Asuna uses the image of a dove whose eyes are naturally tearful. Asuna says there is no bird more loving than a dove. Asuna notes souls ignited by love who cry with joy to be in God's grace. These souls are more pleasing to him than all. Asuna tells us weeping in your soul will bring you sailing directly to God and his friendship. Asuna references Jeremiah's 50, 4-5 here. He references the word Sion as the lookout point. Grace God gives us in recollection to discern more knowledge from God. And Asuna points to Mary Magdalene weeping at the tomb. Again, Asuna says that recollection is the most direct road to Sion, the heavenly Jerusalem. In chapter 4 of the 10th the treatise, this, in this fourth chapter called Tears of the Proficient, Asuna recalls the three degrees in the, in the uh, spiritual life, the beginner, the proficient, and the perfect. Of the second degree, the proficients, tears continue when recollected. These tears are silent and flow from what Osuna calls the hot waters in solitude of recollection. He alludes to the Beatitudes. Blessed are you who mourn, for one day you shall laugh. In chapter 5 of the 10th treatise, Tears of the Perfect, Asuna talks about the perfect and the tears of the perfect. The, the perfect have even more perfected tears, Asuna tells us. These perfected tears are grounded in the joy they experience recognizing how God loves them and pours grace on them. The perfect know they are unworthy of grace and they thank God ceaselessly. They are on the brink of eternal joy. Asuna points out only man has ability to weep. St. Augustine, referenced by Asuna, St. Augustine says, the holier the person, the more perfect the prayer, the tears during prayer. The holier the person, the more perfect the tears during prayer. Here there's a reference to those who sow in tears will reap in, will harvest in joy. Many references here for the benefits of tears in prayers. Moving on to chapter 6, Asuna says, Everything in some way is grace. Well, we hear St. Therese of, of the Little Flower saying that everything is grace. Asuna says, everything in some way is grace. We are told to ask for general grace without specificity. The definition of grace primarily refers, according to Asuna, primarily refers to what the Lord accomplishes in order to make us please him more. 
It is not given due to our own merit, but of the merit of Jesus. Asuna tells us that it is the stamp of grace that provides value to the work, not the work itself. Asuna says it is the stamp of grace that provides value to a work, not the work itself. Asuna states, a soul in grace is like a flower which offers hope of heaven. Asuna describes grace as the key to heaven. Grace making us more pleasing to God is also called oil. Asuna says oil comes from Jesus, who is the fruitful olive tree in the church. Comparing oil turning bitter things sweet, so too can grace make trial sweet. Oil of grace reference Asuna makes is to Psalm 22, 5. David said, you anointed my head with oil. And in this case, head means the uppermost part of his soul. Grace is necessary for salvation without regard to other talents, Asuna reminds us. The evil one is helpless against a grace-filled conscience. And Asuna references 4 Kings 4, 1 through 7, and the widow's oil and saving grace. Asuna points out to us that grace illumines our understanding And he tells us not to stop pleading for grace with tearful prayers. Don't stop pleading for grace with tearful prayers. He says this grace drives evil away. Chapter 7 of the 10th Treatise. Other Kinds of Grace. These are secondary, but they are given freely primarily for the benefit of others. The first grace is given to make us more pleasing to God. God gives to all, but for those who love him, more is given. God places the first grace in an obscure place so that we will not become proud and to keep us striving and pleading to him earnestly. Asuna reminds us that we ask for what we need most to better serve the Lord. He gives examples of ministers giving sermons. He says, first first ask for the grace to please God and the grace to benefit others. Asuna uses the term perfect grace. Asuna tells us our spiritual head is the top part of our soul. And Asuna says, this is where the recollected rise to receive greater grace. Asuna recalls only two he knew that were truly recollected. And Asuna retells a story that these two men had crowns on earth before their deaths. That's pretty awesome. That's my editor's note. That's pretty awesome that Asuna could see that. The spiritual cross was recollection with all three powers set on God, representing three nails. 
and a crown was given due to the Christ's merits. This is an amazing treatise. Amazing. It encourages us not to give up our prayer and to be heartfelt and sincere in our prayers to the Lord. I invite you to read the, the Third Spiritual Alphabet by Francisco de Asuna. And I invite you to read the Tenth Treaties, Tears of Recollection, Weapons in Your Fight for Glory. Thank you for listening, and I look forward to our next episode when we will discuss the Eleventh Treaties. May God uh, bless all of us on this special day, which is the Feast of Our Lady of Mount Carmel. Thank you for letting me share with you uh, this little summary of the Tenth Treaties.